pre-recorded. This is the Red Ticket Blues Podcast. I am Brian Buckley. This is being recorded on May 21st. To hit the internet, it's on May 22nd. And everyone stop. Stop now. I have something very important to talk about. Apparently, NBA players are bringing their children to press conferences. And people are not happy. They're not happy at all. And this practice has to stop post-haste. Well, that is according to some members of the media, that being Tim Winderhorst. And Stephen Curry brought his lovely daughter to a press conference game the other day after Game 1 of the Western Conference Finals, which is Golden State 1. And she was cute and made some noise. And some of the media are not happy with it. And who's to blame them? I mean, we need to know the information. We need to know answers to questions like, how did it feel when you were down 20 points? Tell us a little bit about that in Joe Beningo character. And we're going to talk about Joe Beningo later, by the way, because I think he's getting dumber. Yes, that that boggles the mind that that could be feasible. But I think he's getting dumber. W, WFAN superstar Joe Beningo may be losing his marbles, more so. But back to the children at press conferences. Personally, I don't know why they're there. Is there any reason? The NBA is a superstar-driven league, and there's less players on each team. They're all trying to make a name for themselves, and they are the trendsetters. If you look at all the sports, the ones setting the trends, you may not agree with them. The way they act, the way they look, the way they dress, taking certain steps, social media. I think the NBA is the leading league when it comes to that sort of stuff. So it's sort of one guy brings their kid to a press conference. Everyone follows along. Now, for me personally, like I said, I don't know why they're there, but it doesn't bother me. So that's my scalding hot take on it. I hope you're okay with those third degree burns. And I I have to be pretty proud of myself that I'm going to allow the kids to be there. That's my take. That's that that is that is yeah, I think I'm gonna go with that. So, let me pat myself on the back. You're a very, very good man. Mm-hmm. Right there. So, I, who, first of all, I mean, that many people actually watch the press conferences. The only time I ever watch a press conference is after, one, some sort of crazy game. And I want to hear what people say, like a fight or something. Second, I forget to switch the channel after the game is over. It's sort of like you're, there's 34 million channels, but you're just sort of at that point of the night where you're sort of dazed and just continue watching. And third, probably the last game of the finals. And that's when you do see kids there. I mean, it doesn't seem out of the ordinary there, but it's the media members because they are the ones that have to ask these tough questions. It's their lives that are being inconvenient. I would like to see some maybe some 13-year-old kids there, something just some pissed-off teenagers, disinterested, with their nose in the air. Almost like uh, like the, the... the president's daughters, when they were pardoning the turkey, they wanted to be anywhere but there. If we got those kids to come there, checking their phone, Dad, can we leave? That'd be a little more interesting to see how they react. But as far as that goes, I'm okay with it. I don't, again, I'm not saying they should be there, but I'm not saying ban them. So that's my official take. Mark it down. That's where we're at. Hey, how's everybody doing? This is the second podcast. I'm just checking in on you, stealing Bill Burr's line there on my second podcast of the week. 
just going to quickly go over some things. I know you have a lot to do today. You're looking forward to that Memorial Day weekend. You want to have fun. You want to get loaded, see people, tell stories, bring in the wonderful summer. I know you do. But you have to listen to me first. That's part of the process. We we know this. I just wanted to quickly touch on uh, the NBA playoffs as we know them. And right now, uh, well, after you listening to this, Game 2 of the Western Conference Finals will have already occurred. And the first game, I'm kind of surprised. The Warriors had some rest. The Rockets were coming off a seven-game series, and they were playing in Golden State. I figured it would be a domination by Golden State, and it wasn't. Even though Steph Curry was open half the time, just the Rockets' defense is so piss-poor, so so effortless. It, they don't even try. I mean, he's getting wide-open shots. Granted, he didn't bang them all down, but still, way too many easy shots. Way too many easy shots. And and the defense by the Rockets, they just jump at guys. They don't even try to play defense. They just jump at people, especially down low. And watch what will happen as they'll play amazing defense tonight, and you'll listen to this and go, wow, Brian continues to be a jackass with the Houston Rockets. But it looks like Dwight Howard will play in Game 2 last uh, tonight. Uh, the first game, I don't even know if he played at all in the second half. Uh, I don't think I don't think I only saw him on the bike the whole time. I remember for about ten minutes. Four. I'm just going to list every number till I get the quarter that I remember. I'd say about two minutes into the third quarter, I never saw him the rest of the game. I don't know if he played at all in the third, the second half. So it's really not important those two minutes because they end up losing the game. And we'll see what happens tonight. I I I don't even think we saw anything close to the best from Golden State in that game. Uh, we moved to the Eastern Conference, and last night's game was the first game of the series. And LeBron was LeBron. The Cavs took it home. And what do you know? Who showed up? Our old friend J.R. Smith. Now, J.R., he just, I'm looking at his, what I'm doing is I'm typing, just looking to get his final uh, stats from last night, which. He was, on, he was in the zone at one point shooting threes. Now, he's obviously due for that 2-for-24 game very soon. All Nick fans know that. And then he'll tweet some picture of just an enormous derriere of some chick he just met. And he won't think anything of it and let his teammates down. That's, that's, that's what he does. What was the actual line from last night's game? I have the internet in front of me and I can't find that. But anyways, uh, LeBron re-injured the ankle. He was fine. Just never seen a guy who is next to death's door when he gets injured. No one likes getting injured. But LeBron, the the production, the act of when he gets hurt, it's like nothing I've ever seen to then become just superhuman once again. It's almost like something is giving him a boost. A boost to his, just, something's growing inside of him. Take that for whatever way you want. But I'll tell you, he did learn a lot when he was in Miami, and he's brought that to Cleveland. He's learned a lot from Dwayne Wade. First, was how to win championships. And while some people say, well, Dwayne won that with Shaq, yes, he did, but he showed LeBron how to win some championships. He also showed him how to whine after every single call or non-call. I don't remember the old LeBron doing this. The, the whining, the, the pleading, the just complete shock when something doesn't go his way is unbelievable. And back to the aforementioned amazing recovery from injuries, a Dwayne Wade staple that we all know and love. So 
you see a little Dwayne Wade and LeBron every game. J.R. Smith had 28 points last night. How many threes did he make? He made 12. No, okay, eight. He took 12 threes. I was like, he didn't take. He didn't make 12. But that's that, that's that's something else, man. He he was on fire. He was shooting off balance shots. It was just that's what J.R. Smith is. He's an inconsistent shooter. We know this. We 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 know exactly what he is. So people can't get used to. The, what we saw last night, because that could change at any time. Damari Carroll, the Hawks, arguably one of the Hawks' best players, and definitely their best defender, went down with a knee injury. Last time I heard, it was actually day-to-day, and it was just sort of a jammed knee, so to speak. I personally didn't think it was an ACL. Twitter ran, thought it was an ACL, because of the extreme pain he appeared to be in, and the scariest of all scary, it was a non-contact injury, which... It's life. Life is funny that way. Where it's not really funny when you do it, but those non-contact injuries are the ones that are the killers, absolute killers. And just quickly going in baseball, that locally, this is going to be a a little bit of a shorter podcast, but just to wet your whistle. By the way, you can follow the show iTunes. Well, you can go to the website redticketblues.com. You can listen to the show there. You can listen to it on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher. YouTube, and you can follow me at BrianBuck13. Beautiful segue. <laughs> Absolutely terrible. Uh, in baseball, I'm not going to get into all the stats and everything, but if you're a New York fan, life is starting to cr- crumble. Not crumble, but it's starting to come back to reality. Yes, both teams. Actually, let's see. What are the standings? I know both teams are still hovering around first place, but are they in first place? The New York Mets won today with a stellar performance. From Jacob DeGrom. I don't think he gave up any runs. Uh, the Yankees are 22-19. and 19. They are tied for first with the Tampa Bay Rays. And the Mets are half game up. Okay, so both with comparable records. Not ex- relatively comparable. 24-18 and 18 for the Mets. 22-19 and 19 for the Yankees. Both playing like garbage in their last 10 games. Their last 50. I mean, the, the Yankees are just falling apart. Jacob Jacob, put a Y at the end of it, make it Jacoby. Jacoby Ellsbury on the DL. Chase Whitley, done for the year. Chris Capuano, thanks to have you back. You are still terrible. And Tanaka should be back, coming back soon. Carlos Beltran, not really into going for fly balls. He's, he's really into running for them, but not extending his arm to actually make the effort to catch the ball. I tell you, you know, Carlos Beltran has... Never been a Iron Man, but as he gets older, it becomes a sad sight to watch. And he's starting to hit a little bit, a tiny bit. And I stress tiny a little better now. But at some point, they're going to have to make a change. I, I'd almost put Chris Young in there full-time. I don't think Girardi wants to do that yet. What, what Does he have a corny nickname for Chris? Chrissy? Chris, well, Chrissy's been swinging the bat well. You know, Los is just going through a hard time. He's just going through a hard time now. That's what Los is up to. Or Belt. I don't know. I wonder. I want. I want. Girardi. He took out. Who did he take out last night? Took out. It didn't end up mattering. But taking out Teixeira in a one-run game to pinch. To have the the, the rookie. He slate caught. Be the pinch runner in there in a two-run game. What if they tied that? And you take Teixeira's bat out of the lineup. Thankfully for him, he didn't feel my wrath, and more importantly, it didn't matter. But I don't know; it's just already overmanaging. And the Mets, the Mets have you know their their offense is starting to fail them, and some of their pitchers are coming back down to earth. And Nice and Cologne, but that's what it is. And like I said, 
short podcast, short and sweet today. I want to talk about maybe some people aren't familiar with this gentleman. His name is Joe Budingo. He is a WFAN host for the Midday Show, WFAN 660 AM in New York. And Joe is teamed up with Evan Roberts. Joe is probably close to 60, late 50s. Now, he is a guy that I think people gravitate towards or have in the past because he is like a fan. In fact, he was a fan. He was a caller to the Mike and the Mad Dog show, Joe from Saddle River. And I think people did or do appreciate him because he doesn't take himself too seriously. And if you listen to him, there's a reason because he's missing brain cells. Now, there's something today. Now, the past few years, Joe used to do the overnights. And I'll admit, I didn't listen to him that much. I wasn't school. So I wasn't staying up to listen to the ranting and raving of some crazy person. Uh... But I do. I really started to get into Joe Benigno when he took over the midday show by himself, and then Evan Roberts was added years later. Now Joe is Joe knows Joe knows Joe. Uh, how, how do I explain Joe Benigno? He uh, I'm, I'm losing my train of thought here. How do I? He, he he's an everyman. He he is passionate about things, but usually falls off as soon as there's any point of contention thrown at him. I guess. I guess. Uh, he could feverishly be against something, and Evan, Evan, his partner, will say, Hey, Joe, think about that, though. If you're so against Bartolo Colon, wouldn't he be better in a spot like that? After he had, Joe had just been screaming for a while, and then he'd just go, Oh, you know, I guess. Yeah, I, maybe you're right. I don't know. But Joe was talking today. Uh, maybe that wasn't the best example, but here's an example of how stupid Joe is. Joe, they were, uh, Evan Roberts was talking about how Roger Goodell, the NFL commissioner, has decided to, I don't know if it's this year, I don't think it's this year, but in in the future, they're going to be playing some games internationally uh, in Mexico and Brazil. And for some reason, Joe Beningo is very against that. For me, does it really do anything for me? No, I don't give a shit. And it shouldn't to Joe Beningo. First of all, you're not going to the games. You're still sitting in the same spot watching them. Second of all, Roger Goodell doesn't care if you like the games in those places or not either. Because you know what? You're going to watch whether they're playing in Mexico or Brazil or in the backyard or at your local high school. Because you know what? You're still watching. He has you. It's a drug. It's a physical dependence. Physical and mental dependence. So all these people can talk and say all the things about the NFL and how unholy it is. And it is. It's, it is run by some disgusting people, as are all the sports places. They're about money. Sports, sports places, sports. The NFL is probably the dirtiest, but you're all gonna watch, and there's never, you're never gonna stop. But anyways, Joe Bedingo then said, "Bro, bro, because he's he's bro Bedingo, bro. Uh, I mean, you're gonna play these games. You're gonna play them in Mexico, and then you're gonna play me. You're gonna play them in Brazil. I mean, what's next? You're gonna play them in Iraq and Pakistan. So this is what Joe Bedingo is doing. Joe Bedingo is comparing. Now Mexico has its lawless regions." But it's still a developed country in major places. In Brazil, I know they've had their economic troubles uh, recently, but last time they, this could be a, few, a bit off. But last they, last time I checked, they were the eighth largest economy in the world. So he is comparing these two places to Iraq, which is overrun with Islamic State fanatics, and Pakistan, where it is still run by the it's a lawless region with the Taliban and Al Qaeda. Is that what Joe Beningo is picturing when he sees, when he hears those being played in Mexico and Brazil? Does he think that they're going to be playing in those sort of areas? 
I, I just don't know. Uh, I feel like Joe's getting dumber. I really do. He, uh... The past two or three years, I think Joe's getting stupider. Which I never thought was... It's getting hard to listen to the Midday Show. I think Evan is decent. He's he's definitely matured from when he was a whiny child when he first came on. Talk about a sweet gig. That guy's been doing radio since he was a kid. His mom knew the people at WFAN, but he's he's earned where he is, I think. He is a smart guy. But all, all the smarts in the world can't help Joe Meningo sometimes. We'll play a few clips here of the, the supreme intelligence of Mr. Bro Meningo and take a gander of... of of what a what a genius sounds like in person. Well, not in person, but on the podcast. Joe is calling from Jersey. Joe. How are you? Good, Joe. What's up? When, yeah. when are we going to see Pineda pitch? And, and what about him to this point? Have you, have you seen anything? What about where he's at? Well, who knows? No, that we, we, I mean, what's, what's this? His third year now with the Yankees and he still hasn't pitched, right? <laughs> what are we, in year three? That's true. <laughs> he just hasn't. <laughs> he hasn't pitched that much. Yeah, I mean, come on. Who knows anything? Are we going to find? Was he going to pitch a spring training game anytime soon? That was you, bro. Oh, that was me. Yeah, that was, was that me? That was you. Like oh. I had the other night. Yeah, a Uh-oh. blind date the other night. Yeah. The, what, now let me ask I you a question. I knocked on the door. She opened up the door. She looked at me, and the disappointment on her face. Yeah. Well, I mean, forget about what she, what her, yeah. what her face looked like. And then the nurses just turned her around in her wheelchair. <laughs> oh and my god. Away and slammed the <laughs> then, door. Now wait a minute. Hold my on, my friend. That's disappointment. Well, hold on a minute. Did you really have a blind date the other night? Seriously. <laughs> Did you? You're so stupid. <laughs> no, I want to know. And if somehow, and I don't know where it would be, I don't know how far this guy's going to fall, okay? But Tyran Matthew, okay, uh, we all know about his issues off the field. Believe me, I'd go buy him the drugs if the Jets got him, okay? <laughs> all right? All right, I would. I mean, I, I, I'm on record to say, because the guy was the best player in the quad. I mean, if you look at the guys in the picture, it looks like they're stretching their hands. You know, I didn't even know I had a quad until, <laughs> until like the last 10 years. No, I mean, I you mean did you know what a quad was? I knew what did a you, quad no, was. No, come on, seriously. I mean, there's so many different things. <laughs> what? Of course I know That's what a true. quad like, uh, you The man didn't know he had a quad. He, he didn't know. I didn't know he had a head. <laughs> I didn't know he had a brain. That's, I think, where we're going to end it this week. It, like I said, short and sweet. I want everyone to jo- enjoy their memorial. Hey, hey, before I say give all the uh, the whole spiel, you know, how about those Knicks, huh? They tank and tank and tank, lose games, embarrass the city, the franchise, their fans, and they get the number four pick. So they're probably uh, still a top five pick, fours before five. So you're going to get a good pick, but... How about that? They can't even get what they want. You can't always get what you want. And there was a tweet today from a Knicks beat reporter that uh, Carmelo Anthony was just at Madison Square Garden watching the Liberty practice. Because Carmelo Anthony would be totally interested and, you know, he should be watching the Liberty practice. I wonder if that has anything to do with the Liberty president being Carmelo Anthony. No. Carmelo Anthony has dual roles. Now, uh, the Liberty president being Isaiah Thomas. But Isaiah Thomas, he doesn't have anything to do yeah, with the Knicks, he right? With the Remember, he said so that. He has nothing to do with the Knicks. What the hell is going on in that arena? It never ends with James Dolan and Isaiah, a passionate love affair for the ages. <sighs> what are you going to do? I want everyone to have a great Memorial Day weekend. Have fun. Don't drink too much. If you do, don't drive. Have fun. 
And you can always listen to the show at... Well, you can follow me at BrianBuck13. The website... I'm losing my train of thought here. The website is RedTicketBlues.com. You can always listen to the show on TuneIn Radio, iTunes... Stitcher, YouTube, whatever you choose, whatever your heart fancies. Everyone, have a great time. Subscribe to all those channels. Leave a review. I'm out of here. 